Welcome to Behind the Audition podcast with your host, Kurt Hilton. Listen in on interviews with voiceovers, filmmakers, producers, animators, and much more. Kurt, a voice actor himself, will give insider tips to the business, talk with guests about how they got into the business, and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the podcast when he challenges his guests with a pop-up audition. Now it's time for Behind the Audition podcast. Here's Kurt Hilton. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Audition Podcast. On this episode, I got to speak to the phenomenal voice actor, Crit Tone. We talked about how he started out as a voice actor, how workshops and coaching from a top coach helped his experience. We talked about rate differences overseas, being the voice of some major world brands, and much more. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Behind the Audition Podcast. All right, coming on the show today, I'm super, super excited for my next guest. And myself, I should say, we uh, we have communicated on social media. We we finally got mm-hmm. a chance to have each other on the show. I came across uh, my next guest on TikTok. He's blown it up on TikTok, like a lot of voiceovers now. I I come across, and he also has a wonderful brand. I want to talk about coming on the show. You've heard him on Disney. You've heard him talk about Honda. You've heard him talk about Ford, Coke, Yamaha, and of course UNICEF. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Crit Tone. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Super busy, though. A uh, bunch of voiceover work today. Um, yeah, it's uh, 10 p.m. over here. So if I look a little tired, <laughs> that's awesome. Where, where are you at My right bad. now? So I'm in Bangkok, Thailand. Awesome. And uh, yeah, so um, I, I mean, I wake up at 12 right at noon yeah. <laughs> and then I work throughout the night because a lot of my clients are in Europe and uh, in the U.S. So uh it's a little weird for me, but uh, yeah, I've been I've been blown up on TikTok, which is a good thing, I guess. But yeah. way, way too many clients hitting me up every day. <laughs> so you you got to love that. Before we get into that, let's talk about how you got into the voiceover. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it and when was it that you decided this is what you wanted to do? So it was uh, in 2011. And I was like this intern at this ad agency called Spa Hakuhoto. It's a Japanese ad agency we have here. And, um, you know, we're just chilling out as interns, chatting, whatever, not much to do. And then one of the ladies was like, hey, can you, uh, can you, you know, come upstairs with me? I just want you to record this thing for us. So I'm like, okay, why not? So I go up and they had a studio in, in the ad agency. And then, um, I said a couple words for them. I don't remember what it was. And, uh, and that was it. Three months later, they called me back and they were like, hey, uh, you know, that thing you recorded. I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember, I guess. And <laughs> she's like, uh, she's like, so that was a uh, was part of a pitch, right? Because this ad agency wanted to work with uh, PTT, which is the the biggest kind of energy energy company in this region. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got that client, right? They signed with that client and the client said they wanted the same voice actor voice actor or mm-hmm. voice artist that, you know, voiced the pitch. And she was like, yeah, so you got to come in and record for us for real and pretend to know what you're doing. So I'm like, okay, I, I'll try. Okay, cool. And I didn't know what voiceovers like was at all. So I was just like, um, you know, I think the movie Transformers came out at the time. And I'm like, someone had to do some voice acting theme jig for mm-hmm. optimus prime right yeah <laughs> so i guess that's what vo is yeah so i go in and then uh the i think the line was um it was like r d two welcome to the world of speed and power like that <laughs> yeah and uh and they're like okay cool go home and i'm like what like i you know i 
got in a cab for 30 minutes to get to the, to the studio. So I was like, don't you want me to do like a second take or, you know, yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, no, 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 good. Right. So I went out and they handed me an envelope and inside it uh, contained 20,000 baht, which is about $600 and uh, for that line. Right. And I was like, whoa. You know, and okay, you guys have to understand that in Thailand, like the average monthly salary for people might be six hundred dollars. Wow! Right? So yeah, because of the exchange rate and everything, but you can sure. live on six hundred dollars yeah. here. You know, but yeah. um, but you know, I made like I was an intern, I was twenty one, and I made six hundred dollars or the average sa salary for you know most people here uh -huh. in like five seconds. Wow! So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a voice artist <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> awesome that this is, is my so, career yeah that is that's awesome to hear like it's just you go into somewhere you just you know a couple lines you're done make mm -hmm. the money go that's always like a voiceover dream to go in and record something one take mm -hmm. and go i think a lot of us on social media talk about that we that one take that's perfect and just yeah. walk out strutting um so yeah. you you now are blowing it up on tiktok i i see mm -hmm. I, I came across your page and you do promo work and a lot of people that come on the show, Stefan Johnson, as well as Charlie Turo, you know, writer, a bunch of huge yep. promos. And I came across yours and you blew it away. Like some of the promo ads that I saw, what was it that made you want to do promo? Well, for me, like all I kind of, I don't, I didn't have like goals. Like mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I wasn't like, I want to do this or that except for maybe like car ads, you know, mm -hmm. I, I like that stuff, you know? Um, but you know, I actually studied with, uh, with Mark. I took his classes, Mark Ryder. Nice. You know, so may maybe, maybe that's why it sounded okay. <laughs> oh, he'll love hearing <laughs> because, that. Then. He'll love hearing that. Absolutely. Yeah, because the, uh, the master taught me. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but, uh, for me, like the only goal was, uh, was just, I wanted to do some car ads because that, that first, um, thing I did was for PTT, which was actually like their lubricant kind of, uh, and like car car lubricant okay yeah. a kind of division <laughs> and uh -huh. i was like man I, I wish i could you know voice for like car like car companies like at like ford or or chevrolet or whatever you know uh -huh. and that was always my primary goal but you know here in thailand i have to explain to some people that don't may not know the system here right mm -hmm. um like it's it's almost like studios are our agency right they have our samples yeah. And then people go to them and, you know, just so, uh, look at the samples and pick us based on our samples. So we don't do this auditioning stuff. Right. Yeah. So I can't be, uh, so I, I don't get to choose what kind of, uh, what kind of work comes my way. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just sitting here and they just call me and they're like, come in and I just make the cash and I go home or go to the next studio. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. That's awesome. So basically you did what, you know, Mark always says to do, you know, you wanted to do promo. So you, reached out mm -hmm. and you learned how to do it. Not just, I'm going to be a yeah. promo voice actor and you did the right thing. So whenever you, after you took his class, do you still like to keep up on coaching, learning more from, you know, classes online? How does it work mm -hmm. over there where, you know, you, you go, is there times you feel like you're going into a rut, like slowing down, or is it just constantly, you know, mm -hmm. being on a roster, you're always constantly being hired. Well, okay. Um, like, I, I feel like education is an important thing. And like, every time I, you know, every time I'm in a class with a writer, um, I'm learning new things, you know, uh, but I haven't taken his classes since January. And that's because I've been like, well, one, I've been too busy. And then mm -hmm. uh, two, like, uh, you know, life, life was tough for a bit there. Like I lost my granddad. I lost uh, 
two great uncles that I was really close to and stuff. Sorry to hear and that. so, yeah, a lot of things were happening at the time and I didn't get to keep up with the coaching. Right. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, work it, you know, the amount of work that came in also increased. So I didn't have time to, to like do any of that and improve my skills, which isn't a good thing. You know, uh-huh. um, I know that, <laughs> but at the same time, like I have so many jobs coming in left and right that like, I I'd almost don't have any time left to eat. Like I didn't even have dinner yet today. Oh my so, goodness. Well, I, I appreciate you taking time for me today. That's crazy. I mean, so TikTok no, is, cool. is, I was looking tic- forward to this. Oh, I appreciate TikTok is just blown it up with, uh, a lot of voice actors showing their work yeah. you're doing a great mm-hmm. job. You're not just on there. Thank you. Um, you see a lot of voice actors, you know, I I'm, I'm guilty of shenanigans sometimes, but you show a lot of okay. your range on there and you, you know, you're, bilingual right and you do different yep. two, two different types of of, of voiceover how when, when people reach out how do you know mm-hmm. when it's a legit job and how do you know when it's a scam uh for me okay so how how i do it these days is i'm just like here's my account number and uh like you don't get to you know your job is not going to be in my queue right if you don't pay right so everyone pays first mm-hmm. and then they wait 48 hours for for my file nice that, that's how i do it nice so and you know if <laughs> if they're just reaching smart. out for some random stuff then it's yeah um but some people are like that's kind of mean you know and they're like oh that's not how we do it in the industry here and, and no one does that but i'm like no nah, i can't you know because th- these guys already paid me so if you don't <laughs> you know if you don't put in the deposit but i'm like i don't want the 50 percent deposit because i'm I don't have time to go, you know, ask for the other 50. Right. So please just give me a hundred. You know, you've seen my portfolio, you know, you know how I roll. So that's good. You know, this is what I do. I, I'm not going to like, uh, so you keep it as you know, a business in the file. Yeah. Right. You keep it as a business. Um, some people look at it as a job. It's a business. This is a yep. way my business is ran. Mm-hmm. Not everybody runs a business same, which is very smart. And yep. so would you, would you say that you like to follow the standards of a lot of voice actors over here? Like, you know, there's a GVAA rate and then there's other rates that a lot of uh, agencies go by. Do you follow something mm-hmm. like that over there or do you, do you set okay. your own style? So, so it's kind of like really sad. The rates are sad here. <laughs> sure. Sure. But uh, there's, there's a standard in the industry and it, it will be like you get like uh 300 bucks for one minute tv ad or something mm-hmm. and that's it that's it right mm-hmm. um so i mean we don't consider or they don't consider you know usage rights you know where it's going to be played or aired right and you know how long it's going to be uh aired for like we don't consider any of that so um so the rates are so really really low right and uh that's why I have to like uh, do like 10 jobs a day because otherwise, well, I mean, not, I'll survive on one job a day, but you well, know, I'm like sure yeah, it's so low. you have yeah. to keep going. Sure. sure. Right? And, I, and like, I, I think that's a great, I think that's great. Cause you know, some people will do um, freelance sites over here that pay mm-hmm. really low and you know what sites I'm talking about and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, 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 and that, but I'm sure you don't do those. <laughs> oh no, no, I do do those. I do. And so I went on to, on to Fiverr like a couple years ago, right? And I was just like, okay, what's going on? You know, people selling their voiceovers for five bucks or whatever. And uh, and then I, you know, started doing some research. And, uh, you know, some people were like, hey, I'm making like, you know, $2,500 a month on this yeah. thing. And I'm like, that's, that's not, that's a lot of money here. And, like most people don't make $2,500 here per month, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me see what I can do with this, right? And... What I've figured out was, uh, yeah, it's going to be low 
in the beginning, but it's never five bucks because you uh, for, uh, have you been on Fiverr? Have you checked it yeah, out? Yeah, absolutely. I have. Okay. I, I've uh, mentioned on the show. I have a like an announcer uh, mm-hmm. job offer on there, and it does okay. really well. And yep. what what a lot of people don't know on Fiverr is I've seen and I've actually seen a couple of big time voice actors on there. Mm-hmm. They you can actually sell rights on there now because Fiverr has it set up where you can have yeah, yeah. individual usage. You can do yeah. full rights, you know, all that type of rights, and, and you can do yep. annual fees. So you can control it like a business. Mm-hmm. Now the, the the thing that I want to give you a, a shout out for is people need to understand it's different rates everywhere. And it's good to know that Mm -hmm. over there rates are going to be different. So if I were to be hired for a company over there, I need to understand it's different pricing and it's not just everything is the same here. And I think a lot of the misconception is a lot of voice actors need to go by only one standard rate sheet. And that's not true because Mm -hmm. people aren't going to, there's big companies aren't going to pay, you know, what you want them to pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like if Ford, like let's say for example ford yeah if they knew how much i was getting paid they'd probably <laughs> they'd probably be like nah, that's a, that's a little low <laughs> but um but you see like uh, how it works is you know they hire some ad agency in singapore singapore hires ad agencies throughout the rest of southeast asia and then mm-hmm. you know each agency pitches a little bit less right. less and the production houses pitch less and they're like ah it's gonna cost these voice artist guys like 300 bucks per piece so you know that's what they have in their budget right and right. we're like literally the last step before it goes on air. Like I, oh, yeah. I'd voice something and it'll be air, air like the next day. Right. So like, if I was like, uh, I want to charge a little bit more. They're like, we really don't have more, you know, like we, we'd love to give you more, but right. it's just not, not in it. But, um, you're going back to Fiverr real fast. Like, yeah, I, I feel like Fiverr is a fine, uh, option for people in, you know, countries like mine where you, you don't make a lot of money. Right. Um, and the rates are kind of low here. So some of my Fiverr jobs are kind of, you know, kind of in you know, on par with some of the jobs I get in the studios, some of the smaller jobs. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not so bad at all. It's just the, the problem with Fiverr, as you may know, is like, you know, randos could just come in and say, hey, I want like five bucks for, you know, 50 words. And then their <laughs> script is like a thousand words. Right. right. And then you got to contact, you know, customer support. And it's a waste of time. Right. Um, but luckily, I'm like the only Thai Fiverr Pro, mm-hmm. um, and the first Thai Fiverr Pro, only Thai Fiverr Pro, and so customer support like replies real fast. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's great there. Um, it's been fun on Fiverr. I, I, I got to say. So your marketing strategy, what is it like for you being your overseas? I always, I always mm-hmm. the guests I always have overseas. I'm always curious. Marketing from another country, how do you mm-hmm. how do you engage your your customers? Is it only through social media or do you provide or do you prefer like email or do you like reach out phone mm-hmm. calls? How do you market you uh, your voiceover business over there? Okay, so I've never uh, I've never called anyone, right? So over here, if you want to get like some serious jobs, you have to kind of be uh, represented by the studios, mm-hmm. right? And so you got to approach these studios and some people would just walk up to the studio and be like, hey, I'm Bob, <laughs> right. you know, and here are my samples, right? right. And they may or, not li- uh, may or may not like your face and they might be like, I don't care about Bob. <laughs> or they might <laughs> like you and, uh, and actually check out some of your samples and, you know, just uh, kind of like agencies, right? Mm-hmm. They may or may not want to work with you. But uh, if you work with them once and they know you can deliver, and uh, I usually deliver. <laughs> um, then they'll call you back, or they'll they'll suggest your samples. Sorry, they'll okay. suggest your samples to other clients, and um, 
and yeah, you'll get more jobs. That's how it's done here. Now, most people just stop there, right? Mm -hmm. But like, um, I like to go on the social media and usually it's the Instagram. That's, uh, that's what I like to do. And, uh, and I was thinking like, no one wants to see like promos and ads, you know, on, on social media, you know, it's fine on TV, but Mm -hmm. on social media, like no one really wants to pay attention. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Hey, how do I make this interesting? So you'd see like my videos and I'd stitch like my behind the scenes kind of voiceover together with the actual voiceover. Right. It's a lot harder than you think when it comes to editing that, because um, in these studios, there's usually one or two music stands. Right. And people are like, hey, how do you like hook up your camera? I'm like, well, there's a music stand. So I just put my camera and I just record or my phone. Right. I just right. record on my phone and just leave it there. And uh, and I just do a couple takes and, uh, you know, you never know which take they're going to use. And then you have to like come and stitch it together manually. Right. And I find that, you know, a lot of people react to that and they're like, hey, that's pretty cool. But uh, but, you know, at the at the end of the day, I'd get like a thousand views or 2000 views like max for something mm-hmm. like that. And um, speaking of TikTok, I saw Brent Allen Hagel. Yeah. And he was blown up on TikTok, right? And and I'm with Trailer Voice Artists. So I was like, oh, TikTok. And I'm like, I, I'm really too old for TikTok, you know? And a lot of people <laughs> say that. And, and I'm like, ah, okay, fine, whatever. Let me just repost the same videos that I posted on Instagram onto TikTok just to populate my page. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did for the longest time. And up until I had COVID, which was like a month and a half ago or something, um, things didn't really pick up. But then uh, this one um, this one ad really picked up. It was me voicing Miss Mitsubishi. And I voiced it um, while I had COVID. Right. So that was my COVID voice. So yeah, the deep voice. Like, wow, we love that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, uh, that, that ain't never coming back again unless I get more COVID. Um, but here's the thing. Um, uh, this is the reason why I kind of blew up on TikTok. It wasn't just because of TikTok. You know how like you go to the cinema and then there's going to be all these like trailers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're watching it and then it's like uncharted and it's like, ah, yeah, Ryder. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but after after all that stuff, right, um, in Thailand, for some reason, they play car ads, right? So it'd be like uh, all the Mitsubishi stuff, all the Toyota and, and everything. Yeah. And because it's played in in, in a theater, right, like mm-hmm. sound quality is just so HD. Yeah. Everyone's like, wow, that sounds so great. And like, I mean, half the time, like the voice artists doesn't sound that great but you know just the the system the sound system is just epic right right so they're um and and i do a lot of car ads so everyone's heard my voice if they uh, if, if they go to the cinema and i guess most people do right and we have 70 million people here so um so everyone has heard my toyota ad because that's you know they they're rich and they play that ad a lot in the cinema and everywhere else and, uh, you know, people came into my account because of the Mitsubishi one and they found out like, oh, you do the Toyota stuff, you do the Ford stuff too. Right. And then they're all like, oh, we've heard, uh, we've heard you and like, I've always wondered what you look like and stuff. So that's kind of how it started. And everyone was asking like, hey, how do you sound in real life? Right. And so I th- I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just, I'll do a video where, where I say how I'm do you know, how, how I sound in real life. And I'm like, hey, this is me. This is what I sound like, you know, but if chicks are calling, I'm going to be like, hey, babe. Right? And, uh, oh, hilarious. 
yeah and and then but in the end of that video um uh that's the video that has about like five million million views right now at the end of that video um i say but when i do voiceovers this is how i sound and then i'm like ford ranger live the ranger life and everyone's like yeah. oh because they didn't they didn't you know i didn't put the ad up front right no yeah. one wants to see that yeah. right but it was at the very very end and uh and then every you know and th they would watch because it's funny and then they get to the end and they're like oh you're the guy that voiced the ads so then they followed me and uh yeah it's uh kind of blew up on tiktok and now i gotta be a tiktoker see that's and, and that's a that's a good thing you know i i'm on there and it's so funny sometimes um we get lost in what we want to post on there because there's there's so many things mm -hmm. we could do we can do you know, kind of what you're doing promo ads, we can show our credibility by showing the, the brands that we voiced, right? The commercials yep. we voiced, uh, video games. Now, do you have to reach out to the client and say, Hey, can I, can I use this for TikTok? And, you know, I have like X, Y followers. Do they mm -hmm. say yes, or just, they really don't care. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure if I'm correct here, but, uh, <laughs> what I understand about ads and stuff, right commercials mm -hmm. and whatnot like they're made for the public to to view right right and that's what i'm using in my um like, like trailers or whatever mm -hmm. it's not like private company right you know whatever mm -hmm. so um so i feel like there should be no problem with me using that and mm -hmm. no one had said anything so that's good well it's free promotion right well it's, well, it's for, I guess it, good. yeah um, it's free promotion though. i mean you have a, yeah for them a right? gajillion followers uh, and you're, you're you're voicing their product for free basically yeah. on your tiktok <laughs> Yeah, but what I um, but but recently I, I reached out to Ford and I said, uh, give me an ad without my voice because I want my followers to duet that ad with the music, with the with the actual image, and like and uh, the sound effects and all that stuff. It's for the Ford Ranger Raptor. Like you guys yeah. have the F one fifty Raptor, there. Right? We have the Ranger Raptor. It's a little bit oh, smaller, nice. and um, and I'm uh, so that's like kind of like the top kind of highest performance pickup truck very here, cool or here yeah. I'm, I'm guessing actually most parts of the world that's probably the you know the highest performance one and i'm like i want that ad without my voice so that my followers can you know play around with it right and yeah. for for something like that i had to request uh permission because that's not the actual ad anymore if you take my voice out yeah right so yeah uh, that was the only time i reached out to them and they're like yeah you can post it on uh, september fifth which was a monday and i'm like i'm not doing that i'm gonna post it on a friday because um because you know if i want people to have time at home relaxing and and you know duetting on and everything so right yeah smart that, that will come soon at, at some at some point very cool well now it's time to have some fun it's time for the audition challenge I have I have a, a a fun script that I'm going to send to your chat right now, and I think you're gonna I, I think you're gonna love this. It's gonna pop up on your yeah. chat. It, this is something that fits your that fits your lens with the uh, promos, um, yep, and the new vehicle coming out. So whenever you're ready, have some fun yep. with it. Coming this fall, the 2023 all electric Treep station wagon. You will fall in love with this all in one dream travel machine. You will fall in love with this all-in-one dream travel machine, part Jeep, part truck, and part 1980 station wagon. Call your local dealer and order your troop station wagon today. <laughs> That's how I would approach it. What do you think, man? Would you buy one? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I like one of these. And I was just talking to one of the studios yesterday, and I was like, "Hey, I think I need a I need to build a studio in my truck, or I need like one of those, you know, RVs or something." Because oh, okay. uh, the, 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 the work has worked. Intense. Work. So I want to talk about your uh, your other your other uh, businesses here. You, you know, you're the, mm -hmm. the founder of Highlands Jerky and uh, you mm -hmm. founder of uh, Chula Rowing. Let's talk about the jerky okay. first of all. Like. I love beef jerky, jerky like most mm -hmm. Americans here. Tell us about uh, how you got started with the beef jerky. Okay, so uh, you know when I was younger, I'd go over to see my cousins over in Texas, and uh, and you guys had jerky, right? And I was like, why don't we have jerky over here in Thailand? Uh, we have like something similar, but it's like squid jerky, and uh, and shrimp jerky or fish jerky. You know, mm -hmm. um, but like people don't know what beef jerky is or pork jerky. When they see it, they're like, "Is that is that food? You know, do we need to eat eat that with like sticky rice or something?" Mm -hmm. Right? But I mean, I'm like, oh, whatever. I, I want to make it. So, uh, <laughs> and when I was 22, like just right out of college, I kind of started this like small uh, little factory. It's actually like a house, and then we renovated it, and um, and called the FDA and said, "Hey, can you come in and?" like certify us and um they came in and they said you failed and i'm like i know because i had no <laughs> idea what i was doing but now that you're here can you tell me why i failed and you know specifically what i need to buy right like in, in terms of you know materials and equipment and where do i need to install these things in this particular facility uh to you know to allow you to give me an a for this test here Right. So that's what I did. I didn't want to take no classes uh, about FDAs because I'm like, not everything's going to apply to me. Right. If I take a class, 90 percent of the things are going to apply to bigger factories and whatnot. So that's what I did. And so we got certified with the FDA. We got the HACCP and everything and um, and the GMP, good manufacturing practices. And then uh, we sell our beef jerky to all the supermarkets here. So that's not not bad. But I mean, like, I'm not like a gazillionaire because uh, not a lot of people know what jerky is, so it's kind of like a well, gourmet know now. kind of like they niche know thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, more, more people know it these days, but it's still kind of like an expensive snack because even over there, right, a bag of beef jerky is going to set you back a few bucks while, you know, like chips might cost less. So people are like, why is it so expensive? But I'm like, it, you know, we had to sacrifice a whole cow for this. Right. You know, it's not made from tomato or potatoes. I <laughs> mean. What's yeah. your what's the most popular flavor that you that you offer? It's just uh peppered beef jerky. That's that's the most popular one. But we also have like pork jerky. Ooh. Not that I like it, but like a lot of people here don't eat beef because mm -hmm. uh they believe in like a Chinese deity. And then we also have like Muslims and Jews and they don't eat the pork. So yeah. We, so you know. it's 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 I've had uh alligator jerky and I've had yep deer jerky the deer jerky mm -hmm. i'll never ever ever eat again but uh no okay. beef, you can't go wrong with the, uh beef jerky and and your rowing team how, how did that get starting started okay so before i went to college i was in the junior national rowing team and then uh somehow i transitioned over to the national team for uh whitewater kayaking you know, so so uh, I was doing some of that stuff, and uh, the the university I go to is, I guess, like the most prestigious university here. And mm -hmm. why I say prestigious is because it may not be the top one, but like let's say like we're like, oh, Harvard is the best. Like 
you kind of think it's the best, but if you really just search up the list, they might yeah. be fifth, right? So it, yeah. it's like that. And um, and they, they didn't have a rowing team. So all the rowers uh, kind of my age, if they wanted to go to college for free on a scholarship, they had to go to other universities. They can't go to the top one, right? But I wanted to go to the top one. So I went and I was the only rower there. So I had to, you know, start that team up. Otherwise, like there would never be scholarships for other rowers. But I mean, by the time I got everything set up, like I was, I, I was already in like fourth year. So I was a senior and, uh, you know, I didn't get no scholarship, <laughs> but I had to do it for the, for the kids. Right. Yeah. So that was that. But um, other than that, I'm also the founder of the uh, Thai Voice Artists Association. Like nice. it wasn't, in, it was not in the sheet that I sent you because that's kind of new. This has been two years. Um, basically, it's just a group of, and we don't have a union or anything. It's just a group of us kind of connecting and, uh, that's awesome. you know, posting jobs and, uh, you know, sharing knowledge and stuff like that. We don't do that here because you don't meet other like voice artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. And going back a little bit, um, just so people know, right? Like 10 years ago when I got into VO, I, I didn't know people took classes, you know, like, mm-hmm. cause, cause I just fell into it. Right. I was yeah. just like, okay. This is me. I'm doing my VO stuff. And a lot yeah. of people here in Thailand uh, that, that do VO, um, they come from, and like, they might be singers, like rock stars and like MCs and DJs and whatnot. So like, they're all kind of like in the entertainment industry and kind of fell into like voiceover. So uh, no one really taught like voice acting or anything. And mm-hmm. I just found out people actually took classes about three years ago. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. So you're ripping it up and I am so grateful you, you came on today. Before I let you go, what is some inspiring words you give to those starting out in the, in the voiceover industry? I mean, you're, you're tearing up on social media. You're, you're, you know, you're doing great on these rosters. What's some, some tips to those getting into this industry now that you'd give to those? Okay. Well, my tips would be like always kind of hustle, right? Never like just chill, relax or anything like, you know, I'm, I'm making quite a bit of money. I'm landing a bunch of jobs, but I'm still going at, at like 110% like every day. I was exporting the file for Mitsubishi Philippines as we were logging into the Zoom account, a Zoom meeting. So that would be my tip. But another thing I'd like people to keep in mind, right, and um, is like it's, it's about confidence <laughs> and uh, how I look at it, right, is when you land a job, you are the best voice artist in the world for that job, That's right? Because awesome. these companies, they can, they can hire, hire like anyone, right? Ford can hire anyone. Mitsubishi can hire anyone. So if they picked you, then you are the number one best voice artist in the world, right? And then like when I'm there in front of the microphone or I'm here in front of the microphone, um, you know, I deliver like I'm the best and my, my confidence level is 110%. And, uh, and I feel like that comes through in your delivery, you know? And, uh, yeah. So, um, for, for a lot of people who do have to audition every day, right. I feel like there's a lot of negativity there maybe for some people and stress. If you, you know, if you don't land the jobs, right. You just keep hearing all the no's, 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 no's. And, uh, that may, you know, put you down a little bit. So always just be really confident that time you land the job and, uh, clients can, feel it and they can tell from that and more clients will come around. I love the feedback and I love that you took some time out of your busy, busy, busy schedule 
Thank you so much, Gretone, for being on Behind the Audition podcast. You rock. No problem at all. For more information about Crit Tone, go to crittone.com. Thanks for listening in on Behind the Audition podcast, made possible by Hilton Productions. If you need a male or female voiceover, contact us at hiltonproductions.com. Hilton Productions, let our voices do the selling.